All right, you want to kick us off, Josh? Yeah, what's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. What's up, guys? <laughs> we're doing it ironically, but it's going to become a thing. Hey, 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 we're... It's going to become a thing. I think now that we've hit number three... Yep. ...that, you know, this is a thing now. Like, we're going to follow through. <laughs> yeah, no, we're committing. Yeah. This is three Mondays in the truck. I'm pretty committed at this point in time. Cheers, Cheers. Kids. Number three. This is Ribena. Of course it is. And this is piss. <laughs> piss what? Piss looks like that. Funny um, story. Pretty hydrated. There's an Oasis album on the cover. I can't remember what. Is it What's the Story, Morning Glory, maybe? And okay. they're laying, there's one of them, they're all they're in all the living on, room. You yeah, know? they're on the floor, yeah. Yeah, so there's glasses of red wine around the, um, like just around it, they're drinking red wine. It's not red wine. What is it? Ribena. Because and red wine doesn't show up as red on camera. It shows up as black. So they were like, oh, we can't use red wine, then we'll have to use Ribena. Because yeah. it makes it look redder. So they took one picture with red wine in the cups, and they were like, oh, it's, why, is it, why is it black? I can't see it. We'll jump to the shops and get a bottle of red fucking beer. Yeah. Well, I assume they knew going in. I assume they knew going in. But yeah, so there's a girl, I think there's two glasses of red wine. One's on the floor, one's up on the mantelpiece or something. And it's not red wine, it's red wine. That's bullshit. That's quite, what do you mean it's bullshit? I'm sorry, did you want, maybe it's on some Netflix. It's just common fact, man. Documentary, it's common fact, okay. (laughs) I can't remember what the album is. I think it's What's the Story. Okay, well, I'll I'll check. You know the album coming up. I'll look into that. Don't you? Uh... They're in the living yeah, room. I know the one you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's not red wine, it's Ribena. Mm. Mm. Interesting fact. Wow. I've, you're a very knowledgeable guy. Moving on. <laughs> so. Welcome to our Oasis podcast. Oasis <laughs> podcast. Where we talk about good music and shit that you don't seem to hear. In fact, the I only, don't like Oasis. You don't like Oasis? <sighs> They're just oh, overplayed. Just lost What's your favourite Oasis song? Good question. Well. The problem is that I was going to start a new conversation about Wonderwall, but that is not my favourite song. Ah, uh, no, it's too overplayed. It's, it's a good song, but it's too overplayed. Uh, the importance too hard, of being man. idle. That's too hard a question. No, it's not. The importance of being idle. Fact. No one's singing on it, no one writes it. Boom. Done. Best song. Okay. There's a line in it that's something like, I beg my landlord for one more day or something. Oh, yeah, relatable. Yeah, on Sunday, yeah. And it did, 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 uh, What's that? It's Oasis. Alright, which one? Uh, had a drink and threw it up on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No? I don't, I don't like it. I don't listen to Oasis. I listen to a few hours. Why are we talking about it? <laughs> because but, it's a cool fact. Alright, okay. Like. Can we move on? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, right. let's start the podcast. So, last week, we had a big discussion. Wait, what's your favourite Oasis? Fuck. <laughs> Last week we had a discussion. No, they're, they're going to want to know. I don't know what it's called anymore. Jesus, do you want me to Google that? I just want you to tell me your favourite. Right? That's I'll all we're to you. Okay, fine. Serenaded, fine. motherfucker. We'll Google it afterwards. <laughs> this is why our podcast lasts for, like, we, we genuinely, we cut down from 130 <laughs> minutes and it's just... It's just all bullshit. Like you, you think it's bullshit now. This is staying in. This is good combo. Right, sure it is. This is good combo. Right. Your favourite Oasis song? You don't even know the title. We've still not moved on yet. <laughs> it's funny. So last. I reckon they'll get back to get. No, I'm joking. Go. 
I haven't even started drinking yet properly. No, I have. Anyway, so last week we had a big conversation on goals, discipline, you name it. We were like, what's it take <laughs> to, to plan your day and make sure that, you know, if you've got a forward outlook, then, you know, if you're working towards something that can build motivation and yeah, all that. that sort of stuff. And last week I said, oh, I'm going to go get my stats up and I'm going to show everyone that, you know, we practice what we preach. And? Um, so... Uh, I have a couple of technical difficulties. I don't really know how to, uh, <laughs> how to show that I've done it on the the screen here. Um, oh, technical but, difficulties with edit adding yeah, in your yeah, goal. All yeah. oh, right, I thought you meant technical difficulties in achieving your goals. Oh no no no. Okay. Um, right. But I, I must say that I didn't achieve all my goals. So right. some of my monthly goals were like Dan, get up and do like fifty press ups a day. If you can do that, then <laughs> shit. Like, oh, but I kept going to to my room, being like, "Fuck it, I'll do it in the morning." Seriously, I'm not even joking you. This anyway, is your mentality. This is this is my mentality. Is like, <laughs> just do it. What's wrong? Fucking do some press ups, man. You're having this in a moment. Well, well, you still can. Like a like, golem situation. I don't right? know what it was, man. Anyway, <laughs> did so, you do that? I did one or two or whatever. One or two push ups. Yeah. Just one and two, and then you thought, nah, that'll do me. <laughs> um, but what I did stick to yeah. was I've got my weekly planner. Here's a photo. I think I've edited it correctly. <laughs> but, but you've been doing that since you started. Yeah, right? but last week was super, super quiet. Right. So I was putting down goals like, get yourself a lead for this, get yourself a okay. lead for that. Right. And I just sit there because I've got nothing coming in. I'm like, how do I achieve this? Right. And of course, my entrepreneurial mind, I hope you've got one too, is just like working and thinking outside the box. So I'm calling this person who knows this person because he mentioned something about that project. And it was literally long shots the whole day. Like every single day was like long shots. Yeah. I didn't get a lead. Okay. But I fucking tried, man. No, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, so last, late, last week was very, very quiet for me. Yeah. But as soon as I got into work this morning, it was like pedal to the metal. Oh, that's good. I'm not even kidding you that's on. Good. I've got about four or five new leads today and I'm packed for tomorrow. Nice. And nice, my nice, weekly nice. planner is very, very, like throughout the day, I'm just adding to this. What was going okay, on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on next week? Because now I've got like viewings, now I've got meetings, now I've got bloody client events. Okay. So a business centre company, which is international, has invited me to go and take part. And I'm like, right, okay. So now I've got I've got all this planned out, as you would. Have you got business cards yet? I do, yeah. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. That'll be good. That'll be handy to have. I've got a few left, so I'm very picky with who I give them to. Right, okay. Do you not think it's worth reinvesting that before you go to this event? No, I've got enough. But I, it's mainly brokers. Right, okay. I don't okay, get, work with too many brokers. Because we're all cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no, but uh, there's not much benefit to me. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway. Uh, so interesting that you write down your goals. I write them down. I write right, down so you wrote goal. down, I'm going to get a lead. What I managed to achieve was, yeah, these weekly goals and a bit of monthly goals. I wrote down a few things I wanted in like five years. Okay. And I wrote down 
what motivates me and what demotivates me. Unlike we said we were going to do for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. and I wrote down um, what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. Okay, okay. You're that self-aware, are you? I'm trying to be. Yeah. It's like a personal thing. Everyone's It's it's an arrogance thing as well, though, right? Because there's a lot of people in our industry, but in every industry, that can't identify what they're doing wrong. Or they, they might be able to, they won't admit to it though, right? So I think that's a really good thing that you're able to write it down and say, I am I'm, doing this wrong. I'm very non-biased with myself as much as I can be, yeah. as much as I can be. Like, I can still be like a bit stubborn. I know. You always need a third party involved. You always need someone to talk to and say, what do you actually think of me? <laughs> I'm not going to ask you this now. Yeah, don't. No, 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 no. no. But, but like sometimes that's quite need, interesting sometimes you need that because when I got arguments with my flatmate he would point out things and I'm like you're talking shit you're genuinely talking rubbish right he has his own faults but then uh, on our first podcast when I listened to that over again oh you're a total I was dick, like yeah. shit I kind of see similar things that how I'm being an arsehole and then me and my girlfriend went out on Friday and we're arguing about the same... We're, where we're going in the cycle. It's just that stubbornness. I, but yeah. I realise that we're both very similar. Like, in, yeah. in the certain ways I've picked up in the past weeks, man. The past weeks. Since starting weeks, this podcast. I'm like, shit. I'm like knowing myself that little bit more. And okay. now I know my girlfriend like, is, yeah. is actually yeah. quite a lot like me. Like, we could go around in a circle and it got to the point, like, we, where it was like, five minutes of arguing and I was like babe we're I, 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 I focused in on what was actually happening I was the one who focused in I was like right, right. we're <laughs> not ar- we're actually not arguing about anything we're both debating about different things that we're defensive about right yeah we're both yeah. being defensive I can be very defensive you can be very <laughs> defensive yeah. and that came up in the first podcast yeah mate I'm really but, glad that this is a journey of self discovery for you <laughs> I'm really glad that by doing this podcast, it's helping your relationship. It's a small thing to say, like, I'm like, right, now I can, if, if I can, that is mad, if yeah. I can cut down an argument with my bird, that's a massive achievement. <laughs> <laughs> if you can cut down an argument with my bird. I assume we're editing this out as well, right? No, 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 this is, this is good. It's, it's, it's really good to reflect back on, like, yourself. No, I agree. Videos. And I'm not. I'm not saying the podcast helped me entirely, but well, that's a, it gave, a good starting point. It yeah. gave recognition yeah, yeah, yeah. to similar things that people have we're brought up. We're forced by doing this to go over yeah. what we're saying, how we're saying yeah. it, a hundred times. Of course, we're going to pick up yeah. things like that. If you look at yourself down and you're watching yourself, then you're like, right now I know how to act. Yeah. It's like talking in the mirror. Yeah, I definitely thought that first podcast we did, I was too negative in. I really I regret saying my discipline is going to the pub. <laughs> you did say that. I did say that. And that's also not it's true. If we're backtracking, what? if we're backpedaling slightly, the personal growth I've got from this sure. is actually no, discipline is good in other ways. I will concede on that. Your advice was like, Go and get it's okay to be unhealthy. What's healthy is that you're happy. And I, yeah. like, I like it if you're happy, you're healthy in certain ways. But if what makes you happy is... You know, eating five McDonald's quarter pounders every day, then <laughs> it's not going to be exactly healthy. Yeah, I was tipping towards maybe. Uh, I'm gonna makes me happy. I'm going to have another one. 
No, it's everything in moderation. That's what I've learned. Everything in moderation. It's like you don't have a bottle of wine every night. But if having a bottle of wine keeps you happy, do it once a week or once a month. Everything in moderation. If you like having a bottle of wine, it comes to the happy. point where it's unhealthy. So you and know you've got to, to you've also got to counteract that with healthy stuff. For every McDonald's you eat, you should be doing the equivalent amount of exercise to work that off. I believe, maybe not exactly, but I do think if you're going to treat yourself to a McDonald's, you probably need to be doing something that means you're not a not going to be you're not a um, supersize me yeah. sort of doctor yeah. entry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Although that probably pays more than this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now I think people can relate to. Trying to upsell, it's a big part of our game is upselling, yeah. man. I think we went over that last week as well. Upselling? Yeah. No, we were going to do it this week. Oh, I'll add it to the list. Yeah, yeah I'll add it to the list. Well, uh, we'll talk about that next, right? We'll try and remember. Just write it down, yeah? Well, no, we'll put it we'll in. We'll talk about it after. We've what? got a script, man. I'll put it in as number 2.5. What did we say? Upselling. Upselling. So, I think we're on much better you got You got to course. try and upsell with everything <laughs> yeah. you fucking do. Yeah, exactly. Because like, there's, always, there's always new potentials. There's always new opportunities to make more. If you cannot sell me a glass of wine right now, you could sell me a bottle or you could sell me an empty bottle because I want to make my own. I don't know what I'm trying to say. There's always something, yeah. There's always something. There's always an opportunity. So in real estate, what's important is that there's never a no. There is a no when it comes to the basics of things, right? You want this unit? No. Then you can try and find something else that works for them, right? Yeah. But the point is that if you've got A and you can sell them B, C, D and E and F and G at the same time. Yeah, so yeah, it's, okay. I, so I think this is more a point of upselling and cross-selling. It's, it's X yeah. products, products on the side. Yeah, if you, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you yeah, cut yeah, someone's yeah. hair and then you say, by the way, if you want to keep it this way, you're gonna have to use this shampoo. I'm advising you to use these straighteners because of this, this and that. No, that's a very good point. A good residential real estate broker will focus on one thing, right? And the easiest example to give is amount of bedrooms, right? So you'll have someone looking to rent or buy a flat or a villa and they'll say, I'm looking for three bedrooms. If you've just been calling all over the place, you don't really know what you're focusing on. If you've got one three bedroom, then you've got one bedrooms, two bedrooms, four bedrooms, villas, apartments. You're all over the place, and you can't really cross sell your products. What this you're is talking, fact, so what, what you're talking about is qualifying. No, 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 no. The stage before that, you haven't got any clients yet. The stage before qualifying. The Hello. stage before qualifying. Yeah. Be, right. The only way you're going to get to the qualifying stage. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Go on. I said I'm taking the pets. I'm sorry, but. Stage before qualifying, what is that? How do you get clients? How do you upsell before you're qualified? How do you get clients? Um, referrals. Um, people calling me from leads, uh, listings. Exactly. There you go. That's what I wanted you to say. <laughs> right? So you've got to get the listings first. What I'm trying to say is, and this relates to upselling and cross-selling, if you're getting stock all over the place, like you mentioned on the first podcast, right? You didn't focus in one area. You focused in loads of different areas. Okay. And that was quite hard for you to find your niche. Go on. What I'm saying is, is that in residential, 
you have to focus on an amount of bedrooms because then when somebody brings you up on an advert and says, yes, I'm looking for this three bedroom property, there's pretty much a 50-50 chance you're going to do that viewing and they're going to say, yes, I like it or no, I don't like it. If you've got no other three bedrooms, you can't cross sell. You can try and upsell and you can say, I've got a four bedroom, come and have a look at that. Or you can try and downsell right. and say, I've got a one bedroom, come and look at that. The easiest thing to do and what makes a good broker is just to make all of your stock three bedrooms. And then if you get one lead, you can then say, let's go and look at this. I've got five other three bedroom properties to show you. Yeah. Chances are it's, they're going to like one. But it's based off a of qualification. If people like certain things, then but you're upselling in a way that means more on that particular point A. Point A is I need a house. Point B, when it comes to oints, upselling. <laughs> when it comes to upselling, what I'm talking about is I'm coming from the UK. I need to transfer my money. Right. I'm. Oh right. Okay. Okay. I'm We're talking additional products. Yeah. Right. Okay. Additional Sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so okay. I can get you a transfer agency. Yeah. You can absolutely. Do it for this price. Boom. Um, what yeah. else do you need to do? And I'm going to Dead open simple. up a mortgage. I'm, I can give you the mortgage, guys. I need um, removal vans. Boom. Removal vans. I'm going to need Wi-Fi. To Wi-Fi. Set up. There's your Wi-Fi. I don't have any furniture. Furnishings. I company. need a new kitchen company. There you go. There's exactly. a there's a hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. I've upsell. misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. I've mistaken for cross selling. But at, at the same yeah. time, you make a fair point, and that is. If you focus on something that is very similar in terms of, right, if you only work in three bedrooms. Maybe that's something we'll come back to in a different podcast, because that's a whole thing on its like, own, let's, right? let's, where to focus Let's fix your point, right? You find My someone... is perfectly fixed, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm summing it up in a sentence or two. Okay, all right. right. You only focus on three bedrooms. You want a three bedroom, then I've got lots for you. But then you you're missing out on the rest You want of a particular area? Yeah. Well, I found a four bedroom by accident, <laughs> but it's absolutely perfect. Everything you want except it's got an extra bedroom. Yeah, we'll come back and to this on another That's, that's like a, that stock change. I don't know what the term is. But that's is where to focus yourself as an agent in Dubai. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different category. Yeah. I'm sorry for misunderstanding. We'll come back to it in a different podcast. We'll move on. What's the next one? Uh, here. Uh, no, here. Getting commission. Yeah. I think this is obviously one of the most important. Actually, no, but yeah. Can I just, before we get into this, oh, a really important point, because in the UK, if you're buying a house or if you're looking to rent a house, you don't, with a rent a house, it's different, but buying a house specifically, you don't pay the broker fee. You don't pay a commission. You don't, do you? Whereas in Dubai... The yeah. tenant and the buyer pays the commission. That's a huge difference than back yeah. in the UK. It's whoever's selling the house or the landlord that's looking to rent it pays a fee to find a tenant. Typically. Yeah. So this is like this is quite rare so, to this market. Yeah. In Dubai, the clients who could be the buyers yeah. or the, the tenants the tenants or the looking businesses to rent, or the business. The people who want to be in the property in the first place or own it, they're the ones that... Standard is they pay commission, but you do ask all the time the landlord for commission as well. Yeah, you've got to negotiate. You never don't ask because at the end of the day, it's not fair that one party pays. Yep. And when you're leasing just a small studio 
and you've not got that much money because that's what's going to happen to me in February. I'm going to move out and I'm going to be like, fuck, this guy pays a minimum fee for the part for the apartment that I want. I've spent three weeks looking for one. I've found one and I've got to fork out 5,000 dirhams yeah. because that's yeah. his minimum fee. And that sucks. It does. And I'm going to negotiate it. But and You're going to be one of the arseholes negotiating. I'm going to have to, bro. Even though we know it's their bread and butter. But we have to. Have we to. have it's human instincts. You have, have to. to. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, can't, yeah. I can't fork out that much money. I've got to pay this, I've got to pay that. It's I just would... a studio at the end of the day, renting, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is not really for the podcast, but just in the grand scheme of things, it's only the large companies that charge a minimum fee of 5000 When you start looking at the areas that aren't... Oh yeah, yeah. And I've done the that minimum as well. Fee tends I've to come, be about 2, when, it, when my quality of stock drops, when my quality of stock drops, so I need to pay my bills. Yeah. So I work in both, you know, the luxury side as well as sometimes bread the less stuff, yeah. the bread and butter stuff. I yeah. like that term. Um, <laughs> there's that's a, the first compliment you've ever paid <laughs> me on this podcast. <laughs> I see it all the time. So um, um, yeah, but no, but it's a good point and. Um, what I was saying was that the, the small offices that were like, the, I would call them dog shit properties. <laughs> like, like your landlords are. Seriously, this. like I, 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 would, I wouldn't charge a minimum fee of 5,000. Yeah. 5% of these properties would be like 1,500. I'd charge minimum of 2,500. And they'd be like, I thought, still I thought it was blah, 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 5%. It's like, I'm not going to charge you a thousand dirhams for <laughs> using your office, your yeah. company, you need an office, blah, 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 blah. And I'm doing all the same things that I usually do. In fact, it's taking me the same amount of time to lease this. If anything more, because it's such a bad unit. Well, not really, because it's, it's fitted, it's, say, for okay, the Okay, you've caused them dog shit by your own yeah. admission, for the record. So. Yeah, well, they are. Well, then naturally that makes them harder to run. What I mean by dog shit is that they are very simple and not expensive areas. If you want an office and it doesn't need to be pretty, then I can find it and it's going to be easy. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It can yeah, be yeah. as quick as you want. Quality goes down, price goes down, my commission goes down. And you know what? It's still my time and my time is still worth something. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to charge for it. That's my minimum fee. You're quite hot on that, aren't you? You work out like your hourly rate, don't you? I used to. See, I can't do that because it makes me I know what, fucking kill well, myself. One fucking huge part of being a real estate agent is finding out, listen, your time is worth something. At the end of the day, you're a consultant. If you know the area, if you know everything else about it and the buildings, you're a consultant. Mm. Right. So when I was working in you're the UK, always, you want to give as much advice as possible, so that people understand what they're getting into, mm. and that your words are meaning something. Yeah. So, but, so when I was in the UK as a conveyancer, uh, it was a law firm, so you recorded by the hour. Yeah. So literally every six minutes I spent doing something, I had to record it in a time log. Six minutes? Every six minutes, because then 10 units makes an hour and that's how you charge it, right? So when I came 10 here... 10 minutes makes an hour and that's... Uh, every 10 units. All right. So six minutes is a one unit, 10 units is an hour. I see. So you record it in six minute intervals. So you say, right, I spent 10 units working on blah, blah, blah's time. Because you day. can say manage or whatever you need to do for that unit, it should take six minutes oh so the minimum time we would spend on anything if some this is really bad by the way but if someone rang us up went how's my case going it's going very well okay thanks I'll talk to you next week boom that's six minutes 
they get billed six minutes. Not with conveyancing, not with what I do. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't stay in the invoice six minutes. Yeah, it will. And that's pretty standard across all law firms. And if you then look at that, but anyway, my point is, I dropped that mentality when I came out here. I was like, no, I'm giving it full service, doesn't matter what the fee is. And then you mentioned to me maybe six months or so ago, bro, you've got to look at your time on a, on a, on a, but mate, that makes me want to kill myself. That makes me not want to spend any time on people because I'm like, right, this is a 5,000 dirham fee. I'm then going to split that with another agent, so that's only a 2,500 dirham fee. But I then have to split that with my company, so now it's only a 1,200 yeah, dirham fee. But and I've already spent three hours putting together a list of properties with you. You now want to go out and do three-hour viewing. Like six hours, 1,200 dirhams, 200 dirhams an hour. I don't know if that's the right maths. We can edit that out if it's not. Like 200 dirhams an hour. Is that what I'm worth? Am I worth 40 quid an hour? I was worth 225 That's very good. That's an all-right wage. But what I'm saying is like, and you're completely correct, by the way. Like, if you, oh, if you thank you, <laughs> are you okay today? <laughs> That's the second compliment. Sorry, What's man. Going on? I'll start making. Fun yeah, of can, can we go back to <laughs> your haircut? Shit, by the way. Thank you, yeah. viewers. Write in at brokebrokers2 at gmail.com. Is this a good haircut? We'll edit that. Expelliarmus. Very good. Ah, and um, I was picking up the alcohol today. Little Filipino lady behind the till. I should, I've had something in my head. Oh, <laughs> sorry, if I interrupted. Go Can on. Can you hold on, it for a second? She goes, sir, sir, sir. I knew what was coming because she had a massive grill on her face. She goes, you look like... And then she paused. She forgot who I looked like. And you were in a shot. Oh, <laughs> fucking no. Oh, wait, yeah, Harry Potter. She went, yeah, yeah, Harry Potter. She went out the back, got her manager out, brought her manager to the back, went, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. I was like... Like, you should have said Do I get a discount? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like You do realise like, I've changed a lot Since Harry Potter <laughs> You went with it man As just you can see I've grown about it Someone said I look like Nick Jonas And I just went I am <laughs> Do you want a photograph? You should say Do you mind Keeping it quiet? Just Yeah shh. <laughs> My bodyguard's over there It's the bouncer <laughs> Bouncer LSB Like I'm like Alright pal This one Watch out. She knows. She knows. <laughs> I've been kicked out of that place before. <laughs> it's fucking dreadful, isn't it? Wait, can we go back Do to... Do their unlimited wings on, on a Monday. Do their unlimited wings. I've never tried it, but I will. I will. 150 dirhams for two people. Unlimited wings. I need good wings. That's £30. £35. For two people. For two people? Yeah, for two people, yeah. I think it's something like 90 for one or 150 for two. I think the average person could eat about 15 wings before they're like, mm, do I want any more? Nah, not if you're hungry. Not if you've paid for it, mate. All you're eating is wings. Yeah. So you get like them carrot and celery sticks. For they do bring out a little oh, pot of gosh. vegetables, yeah. And there's got, they've got eight different flavours. So the first round of wings you get, they give you a bit of each. You're going on a fucking tangent. <laughs> All right, okay, all right, okay, yeah. What were we Bring it back. We were talking about... Um, we were talking about commissions. Upselling. We were talking about commissions. Upselling. Um, paying 2500 as a minimum fee. Right, upselling. And then shit offices and bread and butter. Bread and butter, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you're bread and, looking for a flat. Bread and butter is important. If you're going to jump into tangents, I would say get a few shit properties, but not too many because the leads you get off of them 
our time wasters. Yeah, if we're going back time. to doing it on an hourly rate, there are so many people out there that will see That's what everything doing. with you under the sun. They'll want to see a bit of that. They'll want to see a bit of that. They'll want to see a bit but of what, this. But what's important about thinking of it as an hourly rate, what I think, right? What is your time worth? And that's a big thing because everyone, obviously, like we discussed earlier, can be a bit stubborn, can be a bit arrogant. But at the end of the day, if you're good at your fucking job, then you know that what you should be spending time on and what you should not be spending yeah, on. Yeah, I agree And that's yeah. fucking, that's very important because there's people that I pick up the phone to and they want something that's, you know, not that much money, but they still don't really know what they want, but they've got a really low budget. And I'm like, listen, I'm working with all of this right now. And to spend my time on you, it's nothing offensive, by the way. Like, it's seriously, like, it's... It's, it's purely if I'm working a with, business position. If I'm yeah, working with five top clients that can make me, you know, a monthly wage, and then I'm, I'm working with someone who's on uh, stock that I have got, but they don't necessarily want it, yeah. then I cannot spend time searching for that person. Yeah, I so have listen, to have my priorities. I'm a big believer of that. I'm a big believer of that. And this is me being self-critical, and I noticed that we mentioned this on our last podcast. When that happens to me, I will just say, I'm really sorry, I can't help you. And I do this is what I've got available. If you like it, it's yours. If you don't like it, you're going to have to go to another agent. But playing devil's advocate, we were just talking about upselling. We were talking about upselling. You could argue that if you spent the time with that person, if you educated them properly, they will take your unit, you get the commission from that, and then you can add in all these other factors. Not, not with me in commercial. Okay. Because these okay. people need to, they've got a small business, or they've got a business they're that looking they, to save costs and it's risk. as much as they it's can. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you take something that's too expensive, you can't pay someone and you've only got so much of a loan for budget, you might only have so much to use to increase your your fit out quality and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Everything's affected. Anyway, but in terms of upselling, I think we've covered the basics like Yeah, yeah, no, I was got, just playing devil's advocate right You've got, you've got yeah. Wi-Fi, you've got mortgages, you've got money transfers from other com- countries. Kitchen upgrades. Kitchen upgrades. Yep. Um, what else is I think fit out is a big one. Fit out is a huge one. So it's worth noting that when you're a real estate broker out here, you can couple up you, with these companies one that of offer the, these services and you get a review. One of the best things yeah. to do yeah. as a startup company before you even get started is get the contacts for upselling. Because yeah. if yeah. you don't... When you're a startup broker, you mean, not company. Yeah, or a company or a startup broker. Because if you, don't, if you don't succeed in actually leasing that unit because maybe you've got limited stock or maybe they're just arseholes and they want to... Uh, not necessarily an arsehole because they want to do this, but <laughs> the requirements change and they want to go for something bigger, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. smaller, then you can still bring them in and say, listen, there you go, there you go, there you, you go. You might not be able to source and, a property for them, the but you can certainly you sell might, something. You might not even them. have a really good relationship with them, but you've registered them with your you leads, like the, the guys that yeah, you have yeah, a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys that you've got a good relationship with. Mm. Who will then go, oh, Dan, I've been talking to your guy that you sent me. And you'll forget you'd even sent it to you. Yeah, by the way, this is the update and da-da-da-da-da. No, good point, good point. So that works. And it's on a subconscious level as well. If you say it to one of these clients, like, by the way, let's say DC companies does fit outs for you. 
six months down the line, if they're looking for a fit-out company, subconsciously they have taken in that once upon a time a broker said to them, DC fit-outs. And that will come out in their search. There's nothing better than being the guy who knows a guy. Oh, I agree. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's like, uh, I think it was Kevin Bridges who was talking about, we all knew someone who, who could get you a box for your TV. How <laughs> 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 true is that? Oh, we I all knew that guy who could get you a box, and we all fucking love that guy. Yeah, Let yeah, me yeah. tell you that. Go on then, on this topic, what's the weirdest guy that you've got? I don't have any weird guys that I fucking go and talk to and say, get me this, get me I've that. I've got a suit guy. I've got a suit guy that I haven't used yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got the shops. You've got a vape guy. Do you still use the same vape outside yeah. the office? Yeah, yeah if you pay by cash, you get a discount. No, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> right, moving on to cars. Well, we haven't really spoken about the difficulty sometimes in securing cops. So we touched on it a little oh, bit. Oh, we didn't even fucking start it. <laughs> so I, want to, I wanted to start off with securing your commission. Is not easy. And you mentioned that earlier. You said we you're were, moving in February and you're going to be negotiating if someone says it's a five That was like a 20-minute tangent. <laughs> we sort of went off there. Wow. Anyway, so securing your commission can be difficult, but... I'm not too sure how the residential guys relate to what I'm about to say. All right, you go and then I'll tell you it from the right. residential point of view. So you've got a landlord and you've got a client and the client can Google search the landlord because the landlord is a developer. Okay. He develops buildings, they're on Google. If you look at the building in Dubai, it's like buying a Gucci shirt. Where'd you get that shirt from? Well, it says fucking yeah. Gucci. Yeah. Then you're going to be like, right, I'll just search Gucci. You're not going to search the guy that's selling the fucking shirts, are you? Because he's just working at a shop. Talking to myself. Yeah, you're going to Google Gucci. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, right, I've, I'm like saying to my, my landlord, what I do is, I really try and get to know my landlords. Your landlords being the developers? Yeah. Or developers, or even independent. And I say to them, listen, it's pretty tough out here right now. It's pretty cutthroat. It's with other agents. It's with clients. Some clients, they we'll know try and cut you out. that they want to try and cut me out. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to send you their website, their trade license, their whatever, number, name, whatever. If I want to trust you. you because I'm going to send you all this stuff because I need to make sure that I get paid. And by the way... I've pitched you to pay me and you said no. Or you're a good colleague and you're, you're a good landlord, you're a good um, employee of the landlord and I've worked with you in this, this and this deal. I trust you. So I can send you this, I can send you that, I can send you whatever. These are my clients and I'm working with them right now and I've pitched them your building, right? That's how I avoid any... I've stuff. worked for you in the sense that I'm pitching yeah. you. So now, I'm, there's my client. Yeah. I'm working with them right now. So if you get a call from them, by the way, it's with me. So I need you... I don't want... You can talk to them. Of course you can talk to them. And I know you've got your processes and your procedures. But help me out. 
So, but if you would like, assume then that being smart, the client that it is, is going to bring well, up. Let's say you've worked for Imar, right? You've pitched Imar. I'm then going to. I'm the client. I'm then going to call up Imar and I'm going to say, by the way, listen, I'm X and X business model. I've seen one of your units through an agent. I'm going to be totally honest with you. It's between you and Damak. I'm not going to be paying the agent this commission because then you are more expensive than Damak. So well, if you then, don't do this deal direct with me, I'm going to go and do the deal with Damak. Well, it depends what how much... What is Imar going to say to that? Let's def- say Imar is just any and example of it. Now you're getting complicated. Okay. Because but is that not how they're going in, to try In commercial, that? if you've got power... And power comes with reputation, establishment, like whatever. Like you've got a really good brand. If that really good brand went to me and then I pitched them Emar, I would not go through with Emar unless they signed an authorization letter that says I'm your broker. Oh, so there is a contract in place I that then put, stops it. Kind when of it comes to the huge okay. developers like Emar, like Dubai Holdings, I need that as part of Emar's process. Okay, if Emar wants to work with an agent then they've got Perhaps to go really through these processes. Right, okay. So I'll say that to my clients. And you know what? When it comes to independent or smaller developers, I won't do that. Because like, they're, they're hardly going to be hugely desperate to say, I've got yeah, so yeah. much power, you want me. If it's an office space, I can lease an office space to anyone, but I'm going to be there five years. Oh, but he's going to be there 10 years, blah, blah, blah. You can sign a 10-year contract and get a termination of like two months penalty and the end of the year or whatever. Nothing, yeah, Do you know exactly. what I'm saying? So yeah. like, it doesn't matter if it's five years or 10 years. Anyway, it matters how much value you're putting into the unit. Okay, interesting. What, what I was saying though, securing yourself with that is by gaining a good relationship with the landlord's team. Yeah. And a good relationship with your client, of course. Exactly. Now, exactly. when I'm on the phone, and I don't know about you, but I'm like 20% life, 80% business. Okay. And why I say that is like, because, and it's only in the first few phone calls where I'm like, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. And if we're hitting it off, you know, we'll get into like, have you got kids? Have you got this? What, what's your lifestyle like? When can you do viewings? Um, What's the business atmosphere like? Oh, I've never worked for a company like this before what's it like in this yeah, industry yeah, 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 talk yeah. to them about what it's like for them you've got to build a personal show, relationship show an interest in yeah. their person yeah. and what they do and that builds you a rapport with them because well one you know a bit about them now and when you open up you feel more comfortable with that person yeah they might not know as much about me as i might know about them but if they're struggling to open up then i'll tell them about my day Okay. Da, da, da. Okay. Just, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I was at the gym last night, and not that I go to the gym. I'm trying to think of, like, mainstream examples. No, no, that's really interesting. And I think in the past six months, right? So I work in Dubai Marina. I do apartments. There's a hundred of the same apartment in every building, and it's all very transient. Out here, property isn't, like, a lifetime investment for most people, right? Out here, it is purely financial. These people, you know, it's not like the UK where you invest so much into a home. Most landlords have this mentality that this is just a figure on my Excel spreadsheet that's bringing me in money. 
so the first year I was out here, I tailored my pitch so that I was just transient. I would say I was 95% business. I was like, this is the stock. I wouldn't even say the apartment. This is the stock you have. This is the return you're going to get. This is the return I can get here. I was really pitching it as a business pitch. What I've learned in the last six months is that for every hundred landlords out there that do just see it as an investment, there's 50 landlords out there where actually this is, they've saved up their life savings for this. They've put everything they have into it. They've furnished it. They've got designers on it. Do you know what I mean? So I'm now probably, maybe I'm a little bit more personal, but I find the more personal you are, the easier it is to get that exclusivity. And not... I genuinely believe that. that. That's true. I've had that twice in the past. Not only that, not only that, the more that you know about their person and what's going on in the background, the easier it is for you to find things to upsell. Yeah, yeah, if we're tying it back in. We're coming back. Like, you can... If you find out what's going on in the background, blah, 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 and you find out, like, for me, it's like... You find out his brother's looking for a house. What am I going to say? Oh, well, listen, if he needs someone, you know who to call. Because I've got a team who are one of the best in Dubai and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There you go. You want a house? I can get you one. You want this? I can get you it. Even if he says something that he doesn't... If I don't have, I'll fucking say that I do have it. Because I know a guy who knows a guy. (laughs) I know a guy. But I think if you break that down even more... I think, like genuinely, I've spoken to landlords out here that get in the marina. It's a highly transient, it's a high turnover place. They're getting 20 cold calls a day from real estate agents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you tackle that? My initial response was cut the bullshit. For about a year, my pitch was Hi, Daniel Craig, your property's worth this much. Are you looking to rent or sell it? And that worked for me for a, for a long while. That worked for me, yeah. But what I'm finding now is that every 20 or 30 of those phone calls that the landlord is receiving is answering the same way. I'm now catching You're too big a... That's too quick a pitch, no, I in agree. my opinion. I completely agree. Now what I'm doing, and I, I shit you not, I've gained exclusivity for this twice in the past week. Not this week, just gone the week before. You're selling secrets, listen. I am selling secrets, and fucking listen... Mr. Craig, I'm so sorry for disturbing you. I know you get a hundred of these calls Don't apologise. Mate, it catches them off guard. Okay. It catches them off guard because none of these other agents are saying they're sorry. And, and I think we spoke about this before in a previous podcast. Tailor it to nationality. Role play. Ta- no, no, wait, wait, wait. Just before I say that, tailor it to nationality. Tailor it to value of the property you get all these the stuff. most expensive ones that you deal with the most expensive properties start your relationship off by sending an email out to them hi Mr so and so I've come across your details from blah 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 make it up say I've been my friend told me about this I heard of you from a company don't say I've got your details you've got to make an excuse that it's someone 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 uh, I know you're a very busy man can you please schedule a call if they don't answer a week later two days later however long you want to give it send a whatsapp if they don't answer after that, that's when you start cold calling them. Because these people that have these million pound properties, these too many, they are too busy to be fielding calls. And nine times out of ten, you're going to go through to the secretary anyway. If you've got a cheap one bed that's fucking 40k, cold call it. But try and catch them off guard. You've got an edge. And nobody has an edge out here. 
Well, that would be my that, Josh's top tips. <laughs> you can edit that in. <laughs> I remember there's Shining Star and Josh's <laughs> top tips. I know I sound like I'm talking shit. I know what works. Sound like you're drunk. I probably out of it. Okay, no. No, it's Ravina. Hey. It's Ravina. See how, <laughs> see how it's red. See how it's red. That's Ravina. They never gonna know he was talking then. <laughs> Do you want to roll play? I'll be the landlord. You be the client. I've got an office. Okay. Right, you have to dial the number. And this is our famous section called role play time. Sound effect. <laughs> right, go on. I'm the landlord. No. You're the, I'm the landlord. I've never done commercial real estate. No, but you're the... I'm the landlord. I thought you were ringing the phone. No, you're ringing the phone. You're the commercial agent. Right, okay, I'm, I'm looking for an office in a certain tower. Okay. Yeah, there's like 20 numbers here. Brrrp. Brrrp. Hello? Hi, good afternoon, it's Daniel. Oh fuck, I mentioned the company name. Brrrp, brrrp. Right, go on. Brrrp, brrrp. Hello? Hi, it's Daniel from this company's called What, and I'm just calling to say, <laughs> I'm just calling to say that um, I'm what company? Company so and so. Okay, what do you do? I'm sorry, but no one ever talks to me like this. I hate yes, you. Yes, they fucking do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. All right, no, no. Start seriously, again, start, seriously, start, let's start, roll start back. Again, yeah, start again. Yeah, start yeah, again. Brep. Yeah. Brep. Hello. Hi, good afternoon. Am I talking to Mr. Ahmed today? You are. Who's speaking, please? Fantastic. My name's Daniel. How are you doing? I'm good, Daniel. What can I do for you? Just to let you know, I'm, I'm calling from so-and-so real estate company. I just want to talk to you because I've got a few clients behind my back right now. Okay. And we're very interested in the Soba One Tower in JLT. I've heard you've got an office there. Okay. Yeah, I do have an office there. Okay. Are your clients interested in uh, buying or selling? They're interested in leasing, but I have got a few that are looking to buy as well. Okay, I'll be honest with you, I'm not really that interested in selling at the minute, but it is vacant. It's vacant, but you don't want to sell it. I don't so want to sell it, but I need someone in, yeah. You need someone in, fantastic, right. Well, I can help you out. I've got a few clients behind me, like I said. Um, Just out of curiosity, and I'm not interested in selling, what are you yeah. people looking to buy at? So, I've done a bit of research before I gave you a call. You'll be happy to know, by the way. Um, I can lease this place out at 120 per square foot. Now, I know the people who are doing it on the listing, um, the portals such as Property Finder, Bay Ute, um, they're a bit overpriced. Like, they're, they're coming up at 140 per square foot, but I'll be honest with you. Um, That's right, Daniel. I'm not interested in that price. But tell me about your client for leasing, please. Well, what, what price would be ideal for you? What's a reasonable price? Pause. What's a reasonable price to say here? Just say anything. Ten. Ten? Mm-hmm. I can get you... I just told you I could get you a hundred. No, I mean ten thousand. Right. No, no. Okay, you just told me you can get me a hundred. Okay, Daniel, I'll be honest. I'm looking to lease it at 120. 120? Yeah. Okay, well, that's possible, definitely. 
Um, could you tell me a little bit more about your office? Is yeah, it of course. Blah, 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 it... blah, 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 blah. But you just told me that you've got some clients. Are they going to be interested in 120? I think they would be, depending on the quality, of course. Um, what I'll do is, um, I'll come over, I'll check the place out, I'll send photos, videos, whatever, over to my clients, and if they like it, then that's fantastic. If not, what we can do is, we can market the property if you're up for that. And no advertising, no advertising. You don't want to advertise your property. Not initially, it's only been vacant a day. I, I don't want people to know my business, I want to do it off market. You want to do it off market, okay, but you want to find the clients, of course, right? I so, want to find the clients, but you've just come to me and told me you've already got some. Yeah, well, it So says, why would I put it on the market if you've already got some? Well, no, that's fantastic. That's what exactly what I'm about to say. You see, the thing is that you're looking for an agent who's actually got some leads already, and that's me. I've got a few properties up on JLT, so does my team. You know what? We'll find you a lead in no time. I didn't ask for your CV. <laughs> okay, alright. Rewind, rewind. No, that was good. I get it. You're trying to test me. <laughs> have you had how many times? Sorry, of course you have. But how many times have you had the phone put down there? It's usually like I'm going into a meeting. They don't tend. Yeah, to, yeah. They don't. They don't tell you that. You know, if you pick up a phone, you're fucking, you're available, man. Exactly. You're available. Don't give me that bullshit. You're going into me. You would not have answered your phone. I'm sorry, I'm in a funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone died in my family. Uh, Why'd you fucking... Whose funeral is it? My own. (laughs) (laughs) Just spat everywhere. (laughs) Um, So that's one thing. What were we even talking about, was it? We were role-playing about role securing commissions. Securing commissions. Okay. No, no, no. So let's carry on with the role-play then. Right. I... Right. I'll, I'll no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. I've agreed to let you in to see the client, so the clients can see the property. Your clients aren't interested. I'm not... No, 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 no. My style of work is I haven't even left my office yet. I'm still on the phone with you. Okay. So we've, we've established that, yes, I have a client. Two, I have to establish what your office is worth. Yep. Three, um, you're still on the phone. So... Okay, yeah, if you can get me 120, Daniel, send your clients in, that's perfect. All right, that's that's what I'll do then, I'll bring them along. Um, noted that you don't want to market the property, um, but when it comes to the deal itself, because I'm hoping to secure this deal as quick as I can, um, how many checks do you want per annum? What's the industry standard? Now, you're, you're, because the industry standard when it comes to developers and everything else is four. Okay. Now, I would appreciate if you'd accept that. Now, if, if, you want, if you want less, it's going to be pretty hard because when it comes to, I'm not going to start, I'm not, you would be interjecting at this point. I would have been. Yeah. Alright, listen, Daniel, I know the industry standard is for Listen, I've had this unit rented a hundred times before. I normally go for two checks. If you can find me a client that's willing to pay 125 at four checks, I'll take it. 120k, I want two checks. Unless you can give me some guarantee that there will be no cancellation, there will be no defaulting on the checks. That's that. Well, the, the security deposit's in my hands anyway. So as soon as that Right now? Not right now. But as soon as that comes to fruition, yes, of course, I'll get the deposit, blah, blah, blah. I'll let you know. 
Okay, but what about checks? Do you think you can get so, me this deal in two checks? Listen, it's, it's in your interest, it's in my client's interest, it's in everyone's interest to make sure that this lease is successful. So, that being said, if they were accepting the 25k, but I could get you four checks. Dan, I don't like the fact that you're negotiating with me before you've even taken your clients to see. If you're already negotiating against me, how are you going to have my best interest if we get an Well, offer? does that not tell you that I know what my clients are like? I've qualified them properly. I know everything that they want. Now, how do I know that I like your clients? Well, they're giving you above market rates. I'm sure you'd be happy with that. No, whoa, whoa. Dan, this is my unit. I'm telling you I want 120. That's what the market rate is. No, it's not. The market rate that I told you previously is like that what's, what's being listed online right now is the prices that you're asking for. So, but if they're being advertised online at that rate, why would I accept under that rate? Because we're in a culture where everyone wants to start high and end low. So I'm telling you... But I, okay, okay. Listen, Daniel, let me tell you something about myself. I want to start high and I want to end high. Are you the broker for me? Listen, if you want to lease this property in three months, <laughs> then I'm the broker for you. If you want to lease it in a few days or a couple of weeks, then... Uh, no, 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 no. No, genuinely, I think you're arguing too early on. I think you no, need to build I don't a think I've ever had a fucking conversation you. like this. Then you've honest. never done re- uh, residential, man. Like, there's no way, if, if, if somebody said to me... You've never done offices either. I, yeah, this is if true. You're so strict, they, so, if you're okay. strict in your prices, you won't lease it. Someone's not going to say, ah, oh, yeah, I'll buy it, there you go, fuck off. <laughs> oh, maybe we can't do roleplay because we don't know the, each other's industries. Yeah. In residential, in the experience I have... So that I've was a massive animals. waste of time. That was quite a waste of time, that. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. So... We're going to get onto something a bit more fun now. <laughs> well, security. Security? I think that oh, was related to cops. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Driving culture. Can I start this off? Yes. Because I have a funny story. It doesn't directly relate. But let's sum up what we're going to talk about. Wait, wait, wait. Before you wait. go into an example, you can't just jump into an example. Yeah, we've said driving culture. So what's it like? But no, bruh. Listen, Bruh, what, no, let me do my example. But no, wait, because my example doesn't directly relate to what I know you want to be talking about. But it's driving in Dubai. Yeah, mine's car related. Just let me do my example, man. What's it like driving Bruh, in Dubai? Just let me do my example. You know, I rang you at like what nine o'clock this morning. I don't. Yeah, nine, no, it's ten. Okay. No, it was 940, yeah. 940, yeah. I was on the side of a motorway. Why? Because my car radiator had blown up. Why? So You drive it like an arsehole? No, right? I hadn't driven it like an arsehole because but it's so fucking hot in Dubai. I've got a rental car. It's winter. Obviously. It's still hot. But if it can survive the summer, it should <laughs> survive the winter. But I'm telling you, it didn't. Well, so anyway, that's not... This uh, morning, 8 o'clock... I've left Laura's, eight past five, I'm turning onto the motorway. Bang! My engine fucking blows up, innit? All those... I managed to get it into the hard shoulder. I'm on, literally, I'm on like a... 
You know, like one of the uh, overpass. Oh, right. Yeah. Off. I'm on one of those. So I'm on like a fucking hill. There's traffic. That's that's less hectic than it is. It's less hectic, definitely. Yeah. So I think that's a good place. But to it was again. still cars. You can still hit neutral and get to like a side room. Bam! Lifted up the bonnet. The radiator pipe is completely sheared off where it must have just got overheated and turned just like that. The way I knew it, steam has just hit the windscreen like that. Fucking water's pissing everywhere. I don't know if it's oil or petrol. I'm shitting myself. I'm like, oh my fucking God. I better take my cigarette out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fat. Put it into the hard shoulder. Five minutes past eight, I rang my car company. Nothing. I rang them every five minutes for an hour. They didn't answer until ten past nine. Oh, so I'm very sorry. I had to take the kids to school. It's fine. Will you please send somebody? I've broken down on the side of the road. They're normally pretty good because the engine overheated on the Sunday, Sunday night at like six o'clock. I rang them and they were like, listen, sir, it's okay. Pop the bonnet. I'm going to talk you through what to do. You've got to open the radiator valve, make sure it's cooled down first, fill it up with water, put it back on, turn it on, and you'll be absolutely fine. Okay, fine. Left Laura's this morning. Water. They said water. Water does work. It's not as good as coolant, but it does work. So anyway, so I've driven off. I used to work at Halfordston, you know, I know this shit. Um, so anyway, I've driven off, blown up. Two hours I was sat on the side of the road in rush hour traffic. Cars going fast. They did eventually sharp, and they were very good. Didn't charge me a penny. They didn't even sharp with the tow truck. It's a rental. But they didn't charge a shot. But they didn't sharp with the tow truck. They showed up in the courtesy car. I was like, oh, oh right, okay, yeah. that's fantastic, right. Um, what are you doing? He was like, no, sir, I'm going to wait here for the tow truck to come. Yeah, get pretty good. Way. Yeah, that's really good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fucking miserable start to the day. Yeah, sure. Miserable start to the day. Well, I haven't heard from them all day, actually. I imagine they've probably tried to text me back since we've been doing What are you driving now? Same car, but worse. And it's dirtier. And, as grateful for them as I am, the guy that dropped it off had been eating... What's the nuts that come in a shell? Pistachios. Is it pistachios? Walnuts. I don't know. Whatever nuts come in a shell, you need to Most unpick them. them and then you eat the nuts. Yeah. Right? He'd been eating them. So in the centre console. Fuck I've off. I've got loads of shells, man. Yeah. I don't even want to touch it, honestly. Every time I touch, I'm just like, oh, it's just, it's not good. So I'm hoping that I've got my car back now. Who eats pistachios in a car? How unless you you're in open the unless, unless you're in rush hour traffic in Dubai. <laughs> he's stuck in the traffic, he's like, fuck it, man. No. <laughs> but I also left my building parking card in the car. So I'm parked out the front. So when you leave, uh, I'll show you in the centre no. console. There's That's right. It's disgusting, isn't it? That's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about... No, but about... it's still driving. It's car right. related. We're going to talk about something... A little bit negative. It's called driving. <laughs> now, people think that driving can be nice. Let's go on a road trip. Let's go to Rasul Kaima. Let's go to Which fucking... is fun. Yeah, if you're running down the street, it's fun. But listen. Dubai <laughs> and its traffic. It's like, it's, it's, no, I said this before, right? The Dubai is a little bit, it's quite small. It's not that condensed. And that's the worrying thing. Is that now they're condensing behind Sheikh Zayed Road. Mm. 
and everything. So that's worth noting just quickly. You've got the coastline. You've got, and then you've got Shakeside Road, which runs parallel. You've got to like, the coastline. you've got like three main roads. Yeah, you've got. But they're all parallel. You've got, to each in other. fact, uh, you've got like a Wassel Jamira Jamira Road, Jamira Road, a Wassel Road. Where's Jamira Road? Jamira Road, a Road are like parallel. Right. And they're near. Right. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, if I'm not understanding main, this, how do I explain it? Basically, fucking, it's busy. It's main, busy. The main, the main roads, right, the two big intersections, which are like seven, eight lanes long, mm. wide, is Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Road yep. and Sheikh Zayed Road. No, no, no. no. Sheikh, Sheikh Zayed Road is the main one. Yeah. And but then Sheikh you've got Mohammed bin Zayed Road is the back road. Yeah, 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 the trucker road. And that's Trucker's a big road. fucking road. But that's a good road because there's no mm, tolls on that. But everyone, I like that road. Everyone crashes there. Yeah, they do. So, so I know the if reason. You, if there is a, if there is a crash in Dubai, which there is about two or three every single day, let's be honest. At least, no, I would say more times than not, I pass a crash on my journey. Or the debris of a crash. Yeah, debris, yeah. whatever the fuck, man. Like, there's at least three crashes a day. Then you don't Just know on what... your journey, though, I'm Any saying. journey. Yeah. yeah. I'd oh, say you're I'm... likely to pass three crashes on your journey. No, that's yeah. bullshit. No way, man. I almost always pass a crash on my journey. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is there's three a day, you pass one. No, I just... Okay, fine. All I'm saying is that you're you're gonna see. But there's lots of crashes. The residue of a crash. There's at least three crashes in Dubai you're per almost day. So depending on where you're going. Crash. Yeah, fine. You could be on any road. And that, if there's a crash during rush hour, like your journey might go from twenty-five minutes to an hour and twenty-five. Which minutes. which on Google it says twenty-five minutes, but it's actually like thirty-five to like forty-five minutes on Google. To what's probably an hour, unless you drive like an arsehole, <laughs> like the rest of everyone. If so you drive like a casual being, like oh, just, game over, mate. Game oh, yeah, over. You yeah, can't yeah. drive like a casual you don't, being. You don't do you know, automatic. Mate. I'm an electrical car. Blah blah blah. <laughs> well, you can. You can. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be stuck somewhere, and you're just going to be like. Well, I'm glad I've got an electrical car. Because yeah. now I can fall asleep behind the wheel. Lane discipline no doesn't one, exist. No one knows how to merge. Yeah. No one knows what undertaking and overtaking is. Yep. There's like, obviously only tall oh, buildings. Oh, I would say nine times out of ten I'm undertaken more than I'm overtaken. There's, there's, there's only tall buildings. Yeah. Meaning that everyone is parked there. And when they want to leave at 8 o'clock, it's like... They've all swarmed out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I've heard the reason. Why somebody's given me a reason. Not only that, they've separated Marina and JLT. They've separated this and that. Which you would think makes more sense. Why Because then they, that's more entrances onto the road. So every, it should divert the traffic. But the, it, it almost makes it... There's not enough public transport. And, oh, a fact. And there would fact. be... There would be if they started in blocks... I'd be like, I'll get a bus to there and there. I'll get a bus to there and there. 
I'll get a train to there now. Yeah. There's no chance for... But parking. they started north and south. They and started like... The there's did, there's yeah. two main roads and we'll just build everything there, there, <laughs> there, and there. Yeah. And it just, it's just mental, isn't it? But anyway, so, so the reason I've heard for the poor driving at is all of the facts that you've just said, of course, because you're a genius. Thank you. But what it is, is because Dubai is such a multicultural place, it attracts all these different countries that have all these different driving laws. So in the UK, we're taught that there's a fast lane, which you only use for overtaking, and then there's a medium lane that you also use for overtaking, and then there's a slow lane, but the slow lane you're supposed to drive in constantly, and you're only supposed to use the other two when you overtake. Uh, However, if you look at a different country, for example, Russia doesn't have the same rules. Russia is a free-for-all. India is a free-for-all. And it attracts, uh, just wait one second, and it attracts all of these countries into one place. And the driving laws out here are pretty lax. You can go, I think it's until you've got your visa, you can drive on your country's driving license. And that's what it is. It's because Dubai is full of loads of other countries driving with loads of other rules. Right. But... into one place. But... There is a fast lane, there's a slow lane, right? Not here there isn't. There's an in-between. Right. What there is, is that everyone is conscious that there is a fast lane. And everybody wants to be in that fast lane. Fact, right? So oh, it's also but worth noting that what you can they do, do what they do is, and What they do is, they put personalities into driving. So, I'm an arrogant bastard, I'll drive like one. Right now, I'm not gonna drive what is actually, I am perceiving as safe or not safe. When you do a driving test in Scotland or England, you'll go through what they call a hazard perception test. Click the button, click yeah, the button. Yeah, that's yeah, hazard, yeah, that's yeah. hazard. Yeah. There are, everyone that's over here, it's like, it's like they yeah, don't yeah. know what hazard perception is. Yeah, they are not observant. And in fact, although the driving laws may be laxed in terms of speeding and undertaking, overtaking, right, okay, that's laxed. What else is laxed? I'm on the phone. This is true. They're yeah, on yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, I don't want to complain too much about this, but at the same time, whenever I see someone, I'm like this. And I'm tooting my horn. Yeah. I'm like, you bastard, put that phone down. But again, I don't I don't want to distract. Thing. I don't want to distract myself, but fuck you. No, no, no. I but don't, it's, I, it's okay on Shigzai Road when you're just... It's te- not okay. It's and never okay. When you're texting in the middle of okay. the road like this. Yeah. Like, I don't do no. it. I don't no, do it because no, 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 no. I'm, I'm stubborn. No, because it. it's fucking dangerous. But that's because we're taught it's dangerous. But Dubai, but it is dangerous. Of course it is. Yeah, but we're told it's dangerous. Aye, but see, when you, do it, when, when you do it, when you text and drive, doesn't matter, mate. you do it as well. It doesn't delay. No, I don't I do did it. it today when I was driving. You, we're on fucking cash. I know. We're it's, they're we're obviously allowed, allowed to do it. We're not allowed to do it. It's illegal out here. It's fucking not. It's so illegal. Sign me up to RTA right now. I'll make a killing. I'll fucking report you to the RTA. What are you saying? I don't text and drive. I never. We don't text and drive. But my point. I is, don't text and drive. Not on the main roads. Not on any roads. But kids. when I'm putting in maps, all I'm saying is like my phone's there. I'm putting in maps. Blah 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 blah. Look at the road. Blah 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 blah. I'm very careful about it. But all I'm saying is people are not as careful as me. And when I'm on a road that has speed bumps, right? I know there's a speed bump. I've driven that a hundred times. 
I wouldn't be on my maps otherwise. Yeah, but listen, my point is, right, we're taught from as soon as we start driving, we cannot text and drive. It shouldn't be allowed. But in the UK, till what? Till the 80s, 90s, even the early noughties, you were allowed to text and drive. If my dad came over here, he would fucking jump at the chance to be on his phone whilst he's driving because that's how he was taught to drive. What I'm saying is there are other countries out there, and I hate to say it, but it's countries like India where there are no rules on being on your phone whilst you're because driving. Because it's so congested and it's nuts down there. But, that, but then when you integrate those drivers with the British drivers that are taught not to text and drive, with the European drivers that do still text even though it's illegal, no, with the American don't, drivers don't that be still silly, text. Don't be silly, don't be silly. That's not being just, silly. It's the remember. integration of drivers. We have just to be remember, aware. Just remember that people who are of a certain background need to pass a Dubai driving license. Me and you, all we had to do was With pay convert. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, I if get, you're in, I get If that. you're in India, You've if got you're in South Africa, test, yeah. if you're in wherever the fuck you're from, elsewhere and tends to be not so colonious countries dare us fucking say it but it's the truth it is the truth but they you can still talk okay fucking all I'm saying is they they don't just pay for the license like I did it's like how much everything in Dubai costs money do you want a driving license yes I'm from Britain how much does it cost 700 dirhams paid yeah, I've got a driving license. How much did that take? I'm driving on the other side of the road in an automatic. I usually drive a manual on the left side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. If you're from India, whatever. Like, you drive like a maniac over there. It's not the same over here. They should fucking stricken. Stricken. They should. Very stricken. Yeah. Stricken the laws. No, I agree. But the rules are still quite lax. These people from... I know, that's what I'm saying. They should stricken That's my point. Your point is nothing. My point is that these countries... My point is that these countries where it's not so colonial, where they can test when they're driving, they come over here. Yes, they have to do a test to convert their licence, but what do they do before they get their Emirates ID through? They're driving on their own, part, on their own driving licences. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Same way we were. We didn't have to convert our no. licences until we got our Emirates ID through. Illegal. No, it's not illegal. Just like driving and texting is illegal. It's not illegal. I was hired by If a you're taxi. on a visa, if you're on a tourist visa from whatever country, you can drive on your country's driving license. You don't need to convert it until you get your Emirates ID through and you're on a permanent visa. I'll call residency that up. visa. I'll call that up if it's wrong. What do you mean? Not right now. Yeah, but if it's wrong. What are you doing? It's an hour and 18 minutes. All right, I'll put an hour and 18, Dan. You can look that up. It's an hour and 18 minutes. I think we should sum up what we're talking about. We've rambled quite a lot, haven't we? Yeah. We haven't even started talking about potential. (laughs) We'll save that for this one. Listen, we promise we like Dubai. There's a reason we're still here, right? We like Dubai. We feel like we've been quite negative from our first three podcasts. It's a fucking amazing place, I tell you. It is beautiful. It's gorgeous. The potential is there, the sun is there, the sea is there. It's endless possibilities. We said before we started this podcast, it's the American dream 50 years ago. The American dream nowadays is unachievable. Here, it absolutely is achievable. Business is easy to do. Yeah. Living as long as you make money. But the lifestyle is very, very easy. Yeah. It's easy to live here and it's easy to be... 
A hundred percent. Even if you're broke, it's quite easy to live there. I, I think that's true. I think it depends where you're from and what your social <sighs> thingies are. But anyway, we're going to come back to this next week. Next week is going to be a positive podcast. Next time we're going to yeah. talk about the potential and how much yeah. and what what's out there to, to grab. What what can you oh, do with so yourself? so much. There's a reason so many different cultures come here. Yeah. And some of these cultures don't live a particularly good life here. But they're here because they'll make more money than they do back home. That's fact. And they want to send money home for their kids. They... Dubai is a fucking amazing place. It really, truly is. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't, and you wouldn't be here if it wasn't. Yeah, definitely. So we, will, we promise to come back to that. There's a we lot, sound like negative ninnies. There's a lot of potential <laughs> when it comes to just any job, but when it comes to real estate, it's certain, uncapped certain things can be addictive, and we can talk about that as well. That's a very good segue. Next week, we're also planning on getting Lorenzo on. And although this is a podcast called Two Broke Brokers, Lorenzo is one of the more successful brokers. Well, it will still be Two Broke Brokers. It will still be Two Broke Brokers. someone who actually is not broke. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that, that's going to give you... Actually, that will then tie it in all quite well because Lorenzo is someone who came out here, met his potential straight away and has just been continuing to reach his potential and grow his potential. And we'll, so yeah, so next week's episode, we're just going to call it Potential, and we're going to have guest star Lorenzo. Guest star. I don't know what his surname is. Soliola, something like that. I'll ask him before we bring him on. Solidu. Something like that. Yeah. Something like it's Lorenzo. Something like that. <laughs> Lorenzo. Something or other. Um, he listens to these as well, so he Fantastic. should probably edit that out. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do next week. We're sorry if we seem like we've been whining quite a lot this week and for the previous two weeks. We appreciate you listening. Like, comment, subscribe. We're off to order a pizza. Good night. Catch you later. Thank you. Cheers. That was a good wrap up, right? We're getting streamlined, right? Fuck, that was like fluent, bro.